Welcome to Life as a Middle School Teacher. In this episode, we'll be focusing on the daily life of a teacher during the pandemic. Waking up as a middle school English teacher in a hybrid learning model is an interesting experience that is never easy for students or teachers. The hybrid model is due to the nationwide pandemic and the result is small groups of students learning in classrooms with both virtual and in-person teachers and peers. Working as a middle school teacher in the hybrid learning model is all about firing up the hype train, both at home and in the car. If you don't have at least double the energy of the students you work with, you're bound to struggle. That's why my morning seems to revolve around music and certain rituals in order to maintain an energy necessary for middle school. The name of the game is Energy. My day starts out with me either singing American Dad theme song that I don't actually like, but there's something just terrible about it that gets me going. And it started off as a joke and it's honestly just an awful song, but for some reason it's just gets me going as soon as I wake up sometimes. Slightly annoy my roommates by singing it maybe a little bit. After that, I usually take the time to decide which of the four levels of my preparedness for the day I am. The levels are as following. Level one. Coffee pot is programmed to go. My food is prepped. Overnight oats, parfait, K-cups at work ready. Level two. Grab Tim Hortons. Maybe have some lunch like leftover pizza. K-cups ready. Level three. Double grab Tim Hortons to last the day and a double egg sandwich for lunch also. And level four. I arrive at Tim Hortons past seven o'clock. I have no time to wait in the big line that just formed at exactly seven. I must rely only on K-Cups at work. Driving to school to get to Tim Hortons by 7 or else was a crazy line in the middle of the road. A couple times I've been late and I had to not get it. I quickly learned to keep some K-Cups in the teacher's lounge for backup. Funny how some of us need coffee and expect kids to be alert and up early also. Being an English teacher during the pandemic means being able to appreciate and witness students in the moment to be optimistic for the future. This means setting the vibe right for myself to start the commute. I usually start with something silly and lighthearted for music, something to make me appreciate everything that's going on in my life and hopefully for the future. This song is so corny, but also so catchy, and if you start the day with this stuck in your head, some people might. crazy, but trust me, you don't want to be friends with those types of people anyway. On days where I might need more focus, I'll always turn to my favorite morning podcast, Truth for Teachers by Angela Watson. I'm your host, Angela Watson, and I'm here to speak life, encouragement, and truth into the minds and hearts of educators and get you energized for the week ahead. It started off as something I listened to my commute on my st- during my student teaching gig but ended up being a comforting podcast full of great insight and motivation ideas for teachers. Because I started this job during COVID, the immense Oval Park sitting just outside my window just begs to daydream about all the possibilities. Since some of the younger classes have outside time embedded in their schedule or perhaps enough teachers coordinate outside breaks, there are times where I glance out my window and see a small group of small children wearing all types of bouncy winter hats playing in the snow. One day as I was arriving, I could spot various snowmen standing in the park, 
that seem to be a warm reminder that students are occupying these spaces both inside and outside the school. Monday and Tuesday, there's a special ed teacher, and on Thursday and Friday, it's just me. In the room with different cohort of students, it's early in the morning, and I walk into a quiet room. First thing I do is slowly put down my belongings, grab the students' bins for the individual goods, place them on their desks, load up the announcements, crack the windows for COVID reasons, and munch a bagel and get ready for the day. I need to arrive with space and time to breathe. I like to quickly get ready at my house so I have time to relax in the school building and set up stress-free. The room is a rather average size room with enough room to make to move around and not feel cramped, but not quite large enough to have multiple workspaces or stations inside. My favorite part about the environment of this school is the fact that it's placed right next to the west side of Buffalo and I can look out the classroom and see Days Park, which is a nice oval park in the middle of the community. It's not quite what you'd call a cul-de-sac because there's no outlet, but it seems to be a nice quaint oasis that resides next to the familiar craziness of Allentown and the hospital residential houses of the west side. The houses on the west side have such interesting architecture and ways with vibrant multiple pastel colors on the roofs, railings, and pillars that sometimes it reminds me of just a nice afternoon hanging out in a buddy's backyard. Sometimes there'll be an individual walking towards the school in the afternoon that I can spot from my own classroom window. My brain will automatically begin to wonder what teacher it is before I see a pack of IPAs in their hand and realize that it's just a local carrying on with their day. Life as an English teacher during a hybrid learning model means catering to the two different student cohorts, motivations in different ways. When students arrive in the morning, they usually have about a half hour or so to get settled before we start with morning advisory. This time spent with students is often crucial because it can really set a foundation for their day. If they start by putting their heads down for a long time, it can be hard to bounce back for some students. Cohort A is a group of students who love to talk about anime. I'm often surprised what students share with me as I've recently been watching some anime that they've been sharing with me also and been surprised with how mature, brutal, and downright heartbreaking some of these stories are. Everything you've got. Fall down seven times. Get up eight. I don't want to go down. Not without a fight. No, we'll be right there with you. Stories are. It makes me wonder how to utilize this information as well as with students partaking as they partake in big debates, <clears throat> breakdowns of characters' motivations, past character arcs, and we'll often joke about various terms such as plot armor. I'll often wonder how to build connections like this during English class with the same students who are sometimes reluctant and unmotivated to talk about other stories during English. Now, cohort B is a whole different approach with these students who need engagement in slightly different ways. Insert interview. For example, for this cohort, how we get started in the morning is a couple of inventive games such as charade ball, which involves charades and a half basketball with personal paper balls for COVID safety. And also other games such as uh, hangman ball, which is similar to hangman with also basketball with paper balls for COVID reasons. Each student has their own personal ball and I have a glove which we retrieve it with. These students love playing basketball and are very athletic. 
The students in this co cohort are coincidentally all rather athletic and prefer to get their energy out by standing up and stretching and playing these inventive games. And even if charade ball or hangman ball have little academic rigor during hybrid, the students need to be able to move around as safely as they can, especially middle school students. Beliefs about this profession. Life as an English teacher during a hybrid model means working with students every day and meeting them more than halfway in order to help them preserve during a pandemic. Persevere. When thinking about my beliefs about this profession, I think about how I love working with students on the ground floor, on the foundation, at their level, instead of someone who is not directly working with instead of someone who is not directly working with students every day. I don't know how I'd feel if I was just walking by all these classrooms without any opportunity to step in and work with students. Being able to learn from these students and learn from my own mistakes has helped me grow as a teacher and as an individual. As an individual growing up, I'd often double think things I did or said. Sometimes being in this profession has helped me grow in confidence in terms of being satisfied with my choices. I read a study that claimed that teachers make more decisions for the amount of time they are at work than most other professions. The thing I love about this profession is the cyclical nature that traversing through all these decisions seems to help me understand the world myself a bit better and in terms that helps fuel my attitude and pedagogy back and turn helps me become a better teacher and create more meaningful connections with these students. As I get in my car and begin my commute home, I often think about many things bouncing around inside my head, sometimes thinking about today, sometimes thinking about tomorrow. Either way, life as an English teacher during the hybrid model has proven to create an intimate bond with a small group of students that I would otherwise not have been able to draw connections with in a time where students need as much engagement as they can or else they risk falling behind in ways more det detrimental than pre-COVID learning. Often I feel grateful for many things. I had a great day. I'm thankful for students' dedication to stick with their learning in times such as this or sometimes how the day turned out. I might just be grateful for the day being over. Either way, I take this time on my way home to reflect on the happenings of the day, such as the small conversations I had with students, think about how I can fit them into class the next day, and also about moments of student appreciation, and I'm able to be grateful that I'm able to work with youth on this level.